Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Boris and Big Joe, Lofty Ideas. Here I am sitting, my name is Alex Wilmot. I've got a jaw the size of a mammoth's memory. <laughs> and I'm sitting with Luke Smith. Boris! Yeah, a mammoth's memory hmm. is... It goes back a long way because you haven't had mammoths for quite a while. That's right. So we're talking millions of years of memory, yeah. and your jaw is that big. It's a little bit bigger than that. But bigger than an elephant. Elephants are still knocking around. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are. They are still knocking it, around. Are we talking woolly mammoth? Woolly mammoth. A frozen woolly mammoth's memory. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're frozen, are they? Are they frozen? Well, they find them in glaciers and that, don't they? Do they? I don't think many of them are sort of like just decaying still on the... <laughs> On the grassy fields of... I'm sure, I'm sure there's one in Cardiff walking around. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Yeah. I think it was a member of the Soupy Furry Animals or whatever they were called. <laughs> the Soupy Furry Animals. Subo's Furry. Subo's Furry Animals. <laughs> I bet, you know what? I bet Subo, Susan Boyle, I bet she's got furry animals knocking around, doesn't she? I think she's got a couple of mammoths hanging about in the kitchen. Um... The Car- Cardiff's greatest export, Subo's Furry Animals. <laughs> Ah, and here we are. I don't know why I'm doing a Scottish accent. That, was a, bit, that was a bit Lorraine Kelly, that one. Oh, let's not go there. Uh, let's <laughs> I not got go some there. stick for Lorraine Kelly. I, do you know what? I saw that online. Yeah. Some people didn't like what no, you were saying. No, people like Lorraine Kelly. And people were... Also, I, do you know what? I think this, this TV shotgun thing we do later on in the programme. Uh, people don't like it when I go for real people. They like it when uh, I go for, you know, characters. Ah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. acted. Because otherwise it's just it's just murder, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, I've come up with a bit of a jingle, actually, for, uh, for TV. So we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to that Yeah, later on. <laughs> um, so what I was going to say to you was just get the first thing first. It's yeah. always good to get the first thing first. If you get the third thing first, you're in trouble. You're in a little bit of sort of bother. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's, your, what's your health update? Oh, the health update. Well... It's difficult. Is that a dead fly? No, it's a live fly. And he's, look, he's, look, oh, he's attacking my head. We're in my loft. And that is a, that's like a fly that's lying, it's lain dormant <laughs> all, all winter. And it's waited to catch you out. Um, before we get on to my health then, whilst that fly has just attacked you, let me ask you about how you feel about flies in general and wasps and bees and things like that. I don't, to be honest, I don't like talking about it that much. I, uh... Why? I've got a phobia, haven't I? Yeah. I'm scared of them. I'm absolutely terrified. Yeah, but this is like part of your therapy. So, um, you know, let's talk about how you feel about wasps. Let's start there. They, there's something that happens to me when I see a wasp that I can't, I can't really explain. Um, it's like my heart becomes another organ. It's like my heart becomes... Um, a brain? A, yeah, or maybe, maybe um, a terrified... A terrified little goblin. All right. And just goes... <laughs> as soon as a wasp comes towards me. Yeah. I'm absolutely terrified of them. They serve... Obviously, they serve no purpose. And that's just a fact. Right. Um, that's, that's, that's all... Bees... I've come over to bees a little bit. They You've come do, over to them. Yeah. They do. <laughs> You've wandered over to the bee territory. Yeah. They do all right. But a wasp is basically um, proof that there are demons in this world. Oh. <laughs> Right, okay. So that's proof. Like rock solid, nailed on proof. Fact, fact, isn't it? Fact that there are demons because of wasps existing. It's fact. Right. And so you run a mile when you see them. Yeah, I... Uh... Have you ever tried to exercise a wasp? <coughs> like ex- exorcise. Like <laughs> remove a demon. Oh, right, okay. What would happen? Would it, would the, what would the, what happen to the wasp if you exercised it? I think... I don't you'd... mean take it for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> 
What are you doing? Just just walking the wasp here yeah, on, um, on a little lead, a fishing wire. I think if you opened up a wasp, you'd see another wasp. Do you think so? But I think it'd be ex- like a Russian doll. Yeah, but it wouldn't be smaller. It'd be a little bit bigger. That's how dark they are. <laughs> if you unzipped a wasp, <laughs> yeah, there'd be another one inside there. Where do you, do you unzip it? In its skinny waist. Yeah, yeah. You come right round it, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> another one will pop out. And it'd, it'd growl a little bit. Oh, it'd growl. What was... happened if you unzip that one? Then, then a little bit bigger. It'd bark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so basically you don't like wasps. Let's talk about bees, but you've come over to them. Come over to a little bit of a bee, even though they are like small birds. Yeah. Just sort are of... they? Well, they are. Small I mean, birds. They look like small birds. You know? they, they're not small. They're, they're not like insects. They are like animals, aren't they? Okay. A bird's an animal, isn't it? Is it? Well, yeah, it's in the animal kingdom. Yeah, that, well, it's like an animal. It, right. They're massive. A bee is. People go, oh, it's just a little bee. Now you can say that about that's just a little ant because ants are small. Okay. But relatively, a bee is as big as my eyeball. That's pretty big. Right. Well, not all bees. But are you talking about bumblebees? Bumblebees, yeah. But you've got a big thing about bumblebees. Yeah, I. So t- tell us all about um, your bumblebee experience. Well, because when you were young, right? Yeah, I've had some bad experiences with bumblebees. I. Um, I woke up once with a bumblebee on my face. You woke up in your house? Yeah. With a bumblebee on your face? Mm, just walk- But he wasn't flying, he was walking. He was walking on your face? Yeah, and I thought, that's probably my dog licking my face. Yeah. I'll enjoy this for a little bit longer. You like dogs licking your face? I love it, absolutely love it. You've got big dogs, haven't you? Oh, I used to have old English Mastiffs, heaviest breed of dog on the planet. They can grow to 20 stone. What was uh, your biggest one called? Bu- Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba. Named after Bubba Shrimp or something. Papa Bubba Shrimp, Bubba Doop. I don't know what it was <laughs> named after. That was just random words. Yeah. But, uh. Oh, that fly just flew past <laughs> me here. It landed on your face. I love talking about insects where there's a fly going mental. Like, you know, you get that moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your ear. You. yeah, this is just a normal fly, this. Yeah. It has lain dormant, which makes it a bit more sinister. Yeah. And if you unzip that, it would just die. It would just die, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of wasps and bumblebees. Um, I mean, if a bumblebee is so big, it's about... almost got an udder. <laughs> and let's be honest you think you can see bumblebees udders yeah it's that thing that hangs underneath their stomach it looks like an udder an udder yeah I've never seen the udders of a bumblebee <laughs> do you reckon you can milk a bumblebee I think you could you couldn't I'd probably I'd freeze I'd freeze up and he'd look at me and he'd go well get on with it then I'd go well I'm scared <laughs> and um, what about can they sting Bumblebee, yeah. yeah. But you... everyone says they can't sting. No, they can. Stung me on my... St- honestly, stung me on my earlobe. That's how, I, how you say it properly. In I... Wales, we say a earlobe. A earlobe. Yeah. Uh, that's a long time to have a lobe. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> but you say an earlobe. And, and, no, we say a earlobe. But you say an, an earlobe. Oh, ear, earlobe. How yeah. do you say it? Ear. Earlobe, yeah. We say a ear. Okay. So he's on my ear. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> This is in, in Bournemouth, and we were walking. <laughs> you can't say so many words. Born, you, you've Bournemouth. Got an, Bournemouth. Is that how you say it? Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah. But you say Bournemouth. Bournemouth. And uh, That's what, the mouth was born out of it. <laughs> That's where they discovered the first mouth. Yeah. And uh, this thing was walking down my, my ear. I can't, I, I'm just going to say it as I normally say it. Yeah, say he's it. He's walking down my ear, right, top, yeah. on, my, on the top of the ear, and he was walking around. And, um, and my grandfather said, don't move. If you don't move, this bee is not going to sting you. So I just stood there. Do you believe him? Yeah. My grandfather, he's, you know, knows everything. So I just yeah. stood there. Just stung me, didn't it? Stung you on the, on the year lobe. Just for kicks, like, <laughs> stung me on the year. And I, and I looked, I, sorry, I went mental. I freaked out. And then from that moment on, I, I'd realised that the bees had actually declared war on me. Yeah. And uh, so, so I, and I've been losing that war ever since. 
Yeah. You don't mind them, do you? Well, not like you do. I'm not. I'm not going to like sort of encourage. I'm not going to put honey on my face and say, <laughs> "Bring it on, boys." But I certainly don't freak out like you do. Yeah, you freak out about a lot of things, though. I freak out anything to do. With, so when you talk to me about your health condition, oh yeah, yeah. I freak out a little bit. Not because I'm, I'm not. You know, it's not. Well, well, because in terms of my health, those who don't know, I'm having chemotherapy at the moment uh, for bowel cancer. So uh, we do a little health update. Yeah. Um, have you got a jingle for health update? Uh, yeah. Hello, my name's Doctor. No, I haven't got anything. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well, thanks for working on that. And so, uh, yeah, health update. Been into hospital a few times, right? So, firstly, I'll start here. Uh, I went to Chester. Nice Got place. picked up. I was going to visit my in-laws on the Friday. And we're going to come back on the Sunday or the Monday. Mm. Right, fine. I felt okay. Thought I was doing all right. Got on the train, felt okay. Got to Ellesmere, on the Welsh border mm-hmm. in in England though. Yeah, in a good side. And and uh, <laughs> and um, I got ill straight away. Yeah. As soon as I got to the in-laws, don't read into that what you will. Mm. Got ill straight away. Uh, maybe I'm allergic to the in-laws. Mm. So anyway, got ill and had to go to hospital to the Royal Shrewsbury Hospital. Oh, but it was good. Yeah, and. Uh, Incidentally, everyone who lives outside Shrewsbury seems to call it Shrewsbury. Oh, yeah. But people who live in Shrewsbury call it Shrewsbury. I think that's a bit unfair on the Shrewsburyans, whatever (laughs) you call them. The Shrewsburyites. Yeah, exactly. The little shrews uh, (laughs) taming of the Shrewsbury. Anyway, so uh, went into the hospital, had a massive fever, raging temperature, completely dehydrated. It was rubbish, right? Sounds brilliant. They they were very good. They were very good. All, In fact, all the staff were very good. But particularly... The HCAs, right? It stands for healthcare assistants. Mm. And they sort of sort out the basic stuff. You know, the nurses do the expert stuff. Yeah. And they, the healthcare assistants, they sort out your basic stuff. And it, they're normally quite funny. But the, the, the healthcare assistants in Shrewsbury Hospital were more inappropriate in their humour than I've ever heard before, right? Nice, so nice. I was concerned about going on a ward. And I was saying to this lady, I'm concerned about going on a ward because I've got this colostomy bag now, yeah? Mm. So I've got a, my bowel sticks out of my stomach and I poo in a bag, right? That's just that's the reality of my life at the moment, yeah? Sounds awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> recommend it to anyone. <laughs> Why poo in the loo? Just poo in a bag and then put it in the loo. Anyway, so that... Anyway, that's that's the reality of where I'm at. So, but I have to empty it, and because they, I was dehydrated, they were putting loads of liquid into me. So I was having to empty this bag about every hour. Oh, right. So and it stunk. So I was nervous about going on a ward. Yeah. And I said to them, I mean, I don't want to become the awful person on the ward and stink everyone out. The whole mm. time. And then so she goes. So this is her Shrewsbury accent now. This is quite good. You'll mm. th- you'll think it sounds a bit Devon, mm. but is actually how they sound. Go on. So she says. Don't worry about that, love. I won't. Bo- I won't bother about that, though. I'll be fine, like. And uh, she said, um, "Well, you, to be honest, think about it this way: you're going onto a bowel ward. Everyone stinks there, don't they? That's why they're there. That's why they're there, anyway." <laughs> and then she says, "To be honest, sometimes I go onto the bowel ward when I need to let one go. <laughs> I, I think no one will ever get me. If I, no, no one ever knows me, they think we're one of those boys. They, they can't control themselves." And then uh, she said. Um, to be honest, I'm I'm bad though. I'm a bad one. I let I let one go the other day. I thought, oh my goodness, I could chew that. It was that thick. <laughs> oh. So this is a nurse we're talking about, you know, healthcare assistant. So to inappropriate human. Another one's another one comes and says to me, I was I was on a bit of morphine, and she said, How are you doing? Have you got any pain? I said, Well, not really, because I've had morphine, so I'm okay. 
she says, oh, I know I had that once. I, I had to get brought into a hospital in an ambulance. I was on morphine. I was off my tits. I was. <laughs> and she says, I was going I was going mad at the uh, the driver. We went past the McDonald's drive-thru. I was going, pull over, man. I want a Big Mac, will you? He, he says, I can't. I'm taking you to hospital. You're seriously ill. <laughs> But uh, they just they just chat away basically. Then another one though, just this is this is the creme for me mm. of just not thinking before you speak. She comes in, she's cleaning the room. She's mm. like, you know, got the duster out and all that, and she's dusting the room and cleaning it. Very nice lady. She notices that my wife Hannah has left a magazine on the side, and on the magazine one of the headlines is "Money Can Buy You Happiness." Right. Mm. So she reads this: "Money Can Buy You Happiness." And then she says, "I don't know about that." I suppose if you've got enough money, that's all right then, isn't it? But the main thing for me, bear in mind where I am, I'm, a, I'm on a cancer ward, right? <laughs> she says, the main thing for me, as long as you've got your health. <laughs> yes! As long as you've got your health, that's the main thing. Money, you can have it, take it, leave it, whatever, as far as I'm concerned, so long as you've got your health. And you're sitting there going, I'm sitting there, I've got no money and my health is shot. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. So, uh, but I did. It did cheer me up, though. I have to say, it did keep me uh, pretty amused. So that's the health update. That's the health update. Well, there's another little update yeah, on the health, and that is that I've got. Um, I'm having chemo via a pump, which they call in the hospital a bomb. They refer to it as a bomb. Well, that's good, isn't it? They yeah. attach it to you. I've got a Hickman line. Which, so you're walking. This around. is what made you feel sick earlier on. Yeah. yeah. So I've got basically I've got a tunnelled tube. It goes from my jugular vein down into my heart, and mm. I tried to get you to touch it earlier on, but you almost passed out. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I can't go near it. No. So. Uh, anyway, you've got a bomb. The, it's attached you. to a bottle, which is kind of like a pump. Hmm. Um, but they call it a bomb. Yeah. So I'm not meant to fly anyway. But if I was, I'd have to declare I was carrying a bomb. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. My jacket. Yeah, you wouldn't get through. I wouldn't get through. But anyway, uh, I've decided I, it's not a particularly positive name, a bomb. But I, I've adapted <laughs> it slightly. So you know, like shalom, peace, the Jewish word. Yeah, the, yeah, peace yeah. of God, sort of thing. So I'm calling it a shalom bomb. But that's got me onto. Every time I call it a shalom bomb, it makes me think of Dudu Ron Ron. Remember that song? This is the weird song, yeah. Yeah, by Crystals in the 60s, yeah. <laughs> you know, of course you know the name of it, yeah. Dudu yeah. Ron Ron Ron. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going shalom bomb bomb bomb, shalom bomb bomb. Every time I think of it. Of course you are. Um, but then that reminded me, what about the uh, words? Of what? The Duron. The Duron. Yeah, because it's, the Dudu Ron Ron is. It, what's that about? What I does that mean? I have absolutely no idea. It's the kind of thing you'd say. Yeah. Um, and then no one would know why he'd said it. Dudu Ron Ron Ron. No idea. Yeah. So I looked at the words. Right. This is the words to the chorus, right? <clears throat> it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my heart stood still. Yes, his name was Bill. <laughs> and when he walked me home, to do run, 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 to do run, run. So I don't know what that means. Is that an innuendo or whatever? But anyway, this girl, her heart stood still. And then she's reminding you, yes, his name was Bill. Is that like, even though his name was Bill, my heart stood still? Or is it, come on, his name was Bill, of course my heart stood still. Hold on, did she, when she said her heart stood still, so she died? Yeah, maybe it was like Muamba. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the old version of the Fabrice Muamba. Yeah. But was she playing football for Bolton at the time? No. Because then it'd be, bold, 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 Yeah, exactly, yeah. But um, anyway, his name was Bill, which I just, I don't understand why that's in the song. Why did it, why did no one go... A uh, good song, a uh, good tune. Um, mm. Don't know about this to do, Ron Ron. What's Bill got? Who cares that you... It... Yeah, they, 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 they didn't go the extra mile with the lyrics. No, they didn't. They did. I didn't maybe in the 60s, we weren't there. We well, were, we're, were younger than that. But maybe in the 60s, uh, people were like, well, Thick. everybody loves somebody called William. Everybody mm. everybody mm. falls over head of a heel for a William. But it's similar, all oh, bloody, all oh, blood are, life goes on. Ah! 
Yeah. Uh, okay, stop. I'll stop you there. Yes. Uh, um, let's go back a few uh, years. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. bloody, oh, blada. Life goes on. Oh! <laughs> I, I, no. I, do you know what? I wish life didn't go on. I'm listening to this song so much. Yeah. Oh, bloody, oh, blada. Stop it. Speak properly. The do run run. The do run run. Mix them all together. Oh, bloody, oh, blada. Scatman John. The do run run run. How do you feel about life? <laughs> How do you feel? Well, yeah. that is terrifying. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. So thanks for the health update. Yeah, no um, problem. You, uh, you know, keep uh, and and if and if you've got any questions, this is to the listeners now um, regarding chemotherapy or cancer, and you want an answer uh, from someone who's going through it, and uh, an answer that's probably going to make you laugh. Why don't you tweet at Boris and Big Joe? That's a fantastic idea. Just tweet anything. A number of people have been doing that. Mm. Richard Penniston, for example. Richard Penniston. Now I like Richard Penniston. However, I am nervous about his wife. Yeah, she doesn't like you. She doesn't like me. She said, and, and I quote Richard here, uh, she said, wh- whilst listening to the podcast, well, Richard was listening to the podcast, she walked into the bedroom and said, oh, is that guy still going on about his Welshness? Which you'll think, again, because she mentioned it. If she listened to this, yeah. Yeah. You do go on about your Welshness quite a bit. You ask me about my Welshness quite a bit. Yeah. So I'm not going to not answer you. Yeah. But we, we, we are going to win the, England are going to win the Grand Slam. And we, we are going to beat you at Cardiff. <laughs> that's not true, though. Is it? You, you know that's not true. No, I actually know that it's true. And be, no, that's, it's a fact that it's not going to happen. I also think you're probably going to lose to Scotland. That, that's, again, that's not true. <laughs> the things you're saying are not true. I'm looking forward to the next Boris and Big Joe, because it will have been true. Like Felix Baumgartner was true. And you say, no, no, he won't do it. And he did. No, I didn't. I said he shouldn't do it. And he did. <laughs> ah, well, I've had an interesting uh, week myself. Yeah, I mean, how's life? Not as fascinating as, as yours and the Hickman line. Yeah. The Bill Hickman line. The Hickman line. Uh, my my week, basically, I went to Leeds. Yeah. Which is nice. A nice trip out, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trip out from York to Leeds. To Leeds. <laughs> the metropolis that is Leeds. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and uh, I met some, well, I walked past some very interesting pe- looking people. Did you walk to Leeds? No, no, no. I jumped on a train. Oh. And um, basically, I was going there because... As you know, I, I'm unemployed at the moment. Yeah. And as my brother says, unemployable. Yeah. And um, I, I'm looking for a job. Under, underemployed. I'm underemployed, yeah. That's me. And uh, he, he, I'm looking for work in the communication sort of media sector. Yeah. That's my training. That's my background. So my mate, Sam, says to me, um, Al, why don't you uh, sign up with this agency who specialise in sorting out jobs for people who've got a background in media and communications? Oh, that's a wise bit of advice. Brilliant. So I went to went to Leeds, and basically I was sitting with this guy who is just like he's driven, he's he's he is top notch. This guy, his name yeah. is Oliver Ross. Oh, that's a good name. What a name, Oliver Ross. What a name. And um, he's on Twitter. F- find him, great guy. And um, basically, he's sort of asking me questions about my CV and what and what my highlights were. And do you know what I realised? What did you realise? I I I I just want to live in a cave. Do you? I don't really want to be in, in the public eye anymore. Well, you almost live in a cave. Well, yeah, the, the state way, of your house, the way my drains are smelling. I yeah. do live in a cave, yeah, but I just don't like going on. I, I just the, the whole idea. You don't like bigging yourself up. I hate this. It. Is, do you want know I'm not sure I believe this. I hate it. You hate bigging yourself up. Yeah, you're I, always self-promoting. Yeah, but it's all superficial. When it comes down to the nitty gritty, and someone says, "Tell me how good you are," I, yeah. I just go, like, "No, you tell me how good you are." But he's going, "This isn't about me. I have a job." <laughs> You're interviewing him. Yeah, we're like, what have you done? Yeah. Oh, tell me about you. But I just don't like it. I don't like going on, or, you know, when I was a journalist, I did this, or when I was working with CVM, I did this. I just don't like it. I just. So if any of you are listening and you're looking for someone to work in communications who's not going to big himself up. So he's still self promoting right now. Yeah, because I'm unemployed. Underemployed. I'm, and what does that even mean? You're not employed enough. Right. Yeah, that's, I'm underemployed. 
You're always self-promoting yourself. Are you doing it right now? No, I'm not. But it's all again. It's super like selling Alex Wilmot yeah, but the re- brand. But, re- <laughs> but realistically, no one's going to employ me by me broadcasting this over a podcast, and I know that. So I don't mind digging myself up in, in, in an arena that's not real. Not now, they're not, because I'm saying you know, don't do this. Don't employ this guy. No, don't employ. No, don't. No, please do consider it. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so I was going through my CV, and I just thought, it's all nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. CVs, track record, employment, it is nonsense. And you've probably come to that conclusion through a different medium recently. Um, You you know, either an awakening, a a bit of a a derailment, as it were. But I've come through it just because I was looking at my CV thinking, what is the point in anything? Well, that's a bit... uh... A slightly negative outlook, I think it's fair to say, isn't it? I can't what, believe I'm sitting with someone who's going through chemotherapy who's more positive than me. <laughs> and you're going, what is the point of everything? I mean, that's a that's that's a final question, isn't it? Do you want some rope? I just oh, I just sadly I felt like I just Look out, right? It's okay. I feel like I need to mop you up off the floor like the glass that you broke when you did <laughs> drop the wine glass. Anyway, uh, so <sighs> what else have you been thinking about this? What, what about your house? Ah, oh, don't talk about my... It's just a disgrace. Basically, the drains. Now, yeah. I thought I'd sorted it out, but the smell came back like a train. Oh, and train the, drains. Train drains. Nightmare. And Steve Askew, yeah. again, another oh, yeah. Steve Askew. Steve Askew. Who spends most of his time in bathrooms, so he knows a bad smell when he comes across one. Yeah. Walked into my utility room and just went, oh, that is bad. <laughs> That's not good news, is it? No, and... Uh, yeah, so I, I need to pay money. Yeah, but actual cash. Yeah, but it, it's just unbelievable. Imagine that, especially when you're unemployed. Underemployed. Underemployed, actual cash. I know, so I don't know. I are you, you undercashed at the moment? Well, I, I can't afford to get my drain sorted. Yeah. So I don't know what to do, really. Um, we'll see what happens. So if any of you out there <laughs> want to pay for my drains to be done... Look, stop self-promoting. <laughs> Yeah, superb. superb. Anyway, so you drain stink. We established last week that my love is deeper than your drains, which was Stuart Jesson's favourite line of the podcast. Another friend of mine, Stuart Jesson, he gave us a shout out and he said, favourite line of the podcast, my dr- my love is deeper than your drains. Cheers, Stu. Cheers, yeah. Yes. But it, it, it is deeper than your drains because my love doesn't smell like your drains. I hope it doesn't. I hope. You smell sweet. Mm. But I tell you what also, you've been... Uh, well, not exactly grumbling, but you've been mulling over a bit about the weather in the UK at the moment, right? Yeah, I was, I was on a train the other day, actually, and uh, and this... Was it the one from Leeds? It wasn't. It was a different one. A different one? Yeah. You've been splashing in the cash, haven't you? I know, yeah. The, yeah. Un- the undercash. Scarborough. Scarborough. <laughs> I, I, I believe you're Scarborough. I can't go out to Yorkshire. Okay. And um, this this guy was going, oh, do you know what? I, I'll do the accent. Do you know what? I can't believe. I can't believe people who just leave this country and go to Spain, live in Spain. I mean, just got weather. Just got weather. I just don't believe it. I mean, thing is, you know, you can't just leave the UK for weather. Nothing wrong with weather here. Nothing wrong. It's got a bit of character. Got a bit of character. Nothing wrong with weather here. Got a bit of character. <laughs> and I'd never come so close to committing assault yeah. since I was a kid. Really? I wanted to, I wanted to put him through the window. Did you? I look at him was going, he, did he work on the train? Oh, he, oh, he was a passenger. Really? He was just sitting there. And he, he was talking to this old woman. And I found I thought he knew her. Found her. He didn't know her. She could offer a different stop. Oh. She just ranting at her. Now, I, I, I'm partial to an occasional rant. Well, that's true. And uh, I look at him thinking, I've got to say something. So I said to him, I went, oh, can I, can I chip in? And he looked at me and went, yeah, go on. Yeah. Well, do you agree, mate? Do you agree? I mean, no, I don't agree, actually. It's freezing here. <laughs> It's grey constantly. Yeah. The water is running on the inside of the walls of my house. It's yeah. so wet. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty bad. 
and I, 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 we saw the sun the other day, and everyone cheered up. That's a bad sign. <laughs> you know, that's a bad sign. When corporately as a nation we are becoming more cheery when the sun comes out, yeah. that's a real bad sign. Yeah. So you were gonna you were gonna begrudge someone for moving to a, a place that's warmer, knowing full well they will be more cheery. Mm. How dare you? So what did he say back to your rant? I can't really repeat it. Did he, did he get more angry with you? Yeah, he was livid. So you basically you just said, calm down. If someone thinks, oh, it's a bit miserable here, I want to move somewhere else, you just, you're just you on the side of them saying, fair enough, crack on. I'd, I'd love to move. Would you? I thought, I, I thought you always wanted to live in New York. But isn't it that you'd prefer it to be nicer weather in New York? I would prefer it to be nicer weather in York. So you are one of those people who cheers up when the sun comes out. Because it's nicer in York. I, I love York. York's the best place in the world. But, but you're saying those people are ridiculous. Because they cheer up when the sun comes yeah, out. But you are sign. that person. Yeah, but I'm saying... You're not, ridiculous. No, I'm saying it's a sad sign that we cheer up on the sun. Oh, so you're saying that you're sad. I'm sad. Yeah, a seasonal adjustment disorder. Yeah. I've, well, I've probably got it. We've all got it. Have fact, we? fact, you've got it. I'm all right. No. I, I don't mind either way. I decide. <laughs> <laughs> if it snows, I like it. If it gets... I just like stuff. You you're, the, the, yeah, but you're, you're the most optimistic man that's ever walked a planet. It's Gandhi. <laughs> And that's a fact. <laughs> but if we honestly though, if it, uh, spring comes out, I'm like, I like spring. It's good. But it's don't, a, summer, we... it's it's nice. Autumn leaves, that's nice. You walk in and kick, no, kick no. in the leaves, throw them in your face. Sun, s- snow, f- throw it in your face. You can't throw sun in your face, in fairness. But you can throw leaves or crocuses. <laughs> <laughs> but or... You're, you're speaking as if we still have seasons. When is the last time we had a spring and a summer? We've never had one in our generation. We have. We don't. We have wet. Then we have a little bit drier, and then we have wet again. There's no spring and summer. They've gone. They've long gone. They've packed up and gone to France. Ah, oh, you have missed it. You, yeah, I have. You're right. I have missed it. <laughs> I have missed it. I'm missing it. I want to see the sun. I want the warmth on my face. Well, perhaps we should just get you a sunbed, and I've done. Um, I'd love that. Now, uh, what else have we got to cover before we finish? We should probably finish slightly early because people, you know, our podcast drag on a bit. Yeah, I think we should do a little bit of a TV shotgun. Oh, now I've got a. I've got a, I've got a little jingle for you. If you want. Okay. Um, here we go. T- TV shocker. Let me just get it ready. Let me just get it ready. Kill them metaphorically. Yeah, so we understand that it's not actual murder. Yeah, that's right. Kill that's them metaphorically. Well, that has covered our back. Media law fact. Yeah, that's true. Well, you better start. I'll start. Um, there was a man who played a very good character, a very good part in a film called Snatch. Okay, yeah, I remember that film. And his name was Jason Statham. Yeah, and he he was, he, he was pretty good. He was really good in Snatch, and yeah. he he was vulnerable. He was uh, he was quirky. He was inclusive. His acting was um was was, was a sort of performance. Where you look and you go, there's a star for the future for British theatre and yeah. television. This my, guy, my namesake's in that film. He says Boris the Bullet Dodger. Boris, yeah, that's right. Why yeah. do they call him Boris the Bullet Dodger? And Jason Statham says. Because his name's Boris, and he dodges bullets. Yeah. That's in that film. That's right. And and Statham, I, just look, I, was, I remember watching it going, we've got an actor coming up here who, who is, he can deliver a line, he, he, his, his expression, his face, yeah, fantastic. Now, let me just fast forward it a few years after that. Yeah. And I'll just, he's he's ski slope downhill, hasn't he? I'll paint a picture for you. Hiya, love. What are we doing tonight, then? Well, I was thinking we'd um, we'd uh, we'd get a Chinese in and we'd watch a film together. Oh, babe, that sounds fantastic. What film do you want to watch? Well, I really fancy watching Crank High Voltage. <laughs> Crank High Voltage. That's Crap, not what no I... voltage. <laughs> Crank High Voltage. Jason Statham, why are you acting in films called Crank? 
high voltage. All he does is walk around going, Oh, you can guess what? Danny Mac, Danny Mac, like a kipper, smashed him out. Me and Danny die, I smashed him out like a kipper, yes. Stop it. You have gone off the rails. That's all you can do is that. Hey, guess what? I smacked him over the head with his own face. <laughs> yes, my name Jason Statham. I'm going to kill him. Stop it. Go back to films the way the script isn't. <laughs> all the way through. <laughs> Shut up. Stop it, Jason. You had all the potential in the world and you've gone off the rails. You're like Darren Anderton. You could have been absolutely world beater. <laughs> Darren Anderton. He's just disgraceful. Former Spurs player. It does my head in. So, my TV, so I'm, I'm going to get straight to it. Hiya, Jason. You're going to step in there. Yeah, you're built like a yeah, good one. But how do you think about this? <laughs> Sit down. Crank. No voltage. <laughs> Can't stand it. You, have, you have finished him off there, haven't you? Dim, honestly, disgraceful. What about yours? <laughs> well, I don't think I'm going to reach the dizzy heights of your anger levels um, in uh, in my TV shotgun. Yeah, mine's a bit more of a controlled one. I've been watching. I don't know if some of you listening might have watched some of this. I've been watching this thing called Ripper Street. Oh, have you heard of it? Yeah, it's on BBC, and I, and I record it, and then I watch it some other time. Jack you know. the Ripper. Well, it's kind of about the Ripper, yeah, but mm. the whole idea is this policeman in sort of Victorian times kind mm. of thing, you know, and uh, early days of the police force sort of thing. And he's um, he's in London, and he doesn't believe there is such a thing as a Ripper. He's just kind of trying to get individual murderers. Mm. But they, other people think there's a Ripper. Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. Right? Mm. As, a, as a drama, it's all right. BBC, not the best I've ever done. It's all right. Mm. It's okay. But the guy who acts it, the main guy, mm. yeah, uh, what's he called now? Inspector uh, Reese or something? It's yeah. not that. It's not that. Yeah, yeah. Something. Someone. I don't even know what his name is. Yeah. He's not. He's not registered too high. But for me, he's a wooden actor. Oh, it's not a good now, word. Uh, it, and so I'm talking about his character here. Mm. Like you know, because because you killed an actual person. Yeah. The name yeah. Jason Statham. Yeah. I, I'm just killing this this guy who mm. I can't even remember the name of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, is it Peel? No, it's not Peel. That's the original guy in it. But anyway, mm. uh, he um, he just delivers lines. Maybe it's not his fault. Mm. Maybe it's a script guy. But he delivers lines that no one would ever say. And right. I find that difficult in TV dramas and stuff. You know. Yeah. So he walks into a room and instead of going, "What's going on here?" Then mm. he'll say, um, "I de- I do declare what happens here," or something like that. Oh. No one sa- no one says that. Yeah. yeah. Tell me for why anyone stands before me now <laughs> instead of just saying. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> no, no one says stuff like that. And, he, and I don't even believe they did in the Victorian times. They probably no, didn't. No. Just when people wrote it down, they thought, let's try and sound better than we are. So are you going to shoot him or are you going to shoot the scriptwriter? I'll tell Ripper? you what, I'll, give, I'll let him off, the inspector, this time. Hit the, hit the scriptwriter. Yeah, it, here it goes. <laughs> you've, he's, you've ripped him. Yeah, that's it. He's gone. Well, I think that's it. We've wrapped that up. Um... Probably. I, I think we should f- let's finish mm. um, on on a sound effect. Okay, yeah. We each have to do a sound effect. Okay, I'll go on you. Yeah. You got one. Mm. I've got one. Mm. Yours is probably better than mine, so I'll go first. Okay, okay go on you. Yeah. Mine's the sound of you know when you've you've had a bottle of wine and then you've put the cork back in and you thought I might have a finish up tomorrow. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then you think and then it gets to tomorrow and you and you pull the cork out and it's built up a bit of pressure. Yeah. But it's not like the first pulling out of a cork. Yeah. So it's a, it's a quieter one. Mm. So you just pull it out and it goes. Boom. There you go. That's really Ready? good. I'll do it again. That's really good. Yeah. How did you know you could do that? <laughs> there was a bit more left in that. Boom. <laughs> That's almost empty. Yeah. Um, That's my sound effect. Mine is more of a montage of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, so uh, we'll, you know, I'll wrap it up with this. Yeah. Um, oh, 
Uh, hi, Arnold, and all the characters you've played. Come into this l- wonderful loft. Come on, I'm here. I'm here. Come on, I kill you. I want to go to Mars. I want to go to Mars, Bennett. Come on. I'll break your spine. I'll break your spine. My eyes are falling out. I'm the governor of California. Every film he makes that noise. Come on. I'm Danny DeVito. I'm his brother. Yes, I'm kindergarten cop, Mr. Crisp. I kill you. I rip your spine out. I got a great part in Terminator. So if it, that's very good, by the way. Mm. If if he met Jason Statham, oh, just, how would that sound? Be annoying. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Jason. What film are you doing on? I'm gonna smash him up with my cousin Danny Dyer. I don't care how big he is, Californian mad. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> Come on, I kill you. I killed an alien. I'm. He's a choir boy next to me. <laughs> oh, choir boy, is it? Yeah. Well, my mate Danny Dyer's gonna eat your face. I've done it. Come on. I oh, mixed the both of them up there. Cockney Arnold. Yeah. Anyway, there's probably something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pr- 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 a pretty good, accurate way to finish the podcast, I'd say. Yeah. Thanks for that sound effect. No worries. Uh, see you in a few weeks. Bye. Bye.